bi-weekly global podcast on sustainable cooling and heating technologies, brought to you by Sheco and sponsored by component manufacturer Teco. My name is Charlotte McLaughlin and I'll be hosting today's show from Brussels, Belgium. I'm one of Sheco's reporters in Europe, writing for the industry-leading websites r744.com, hydrocarbons21.com and ammonia21.com, and for Sheco's leading European HVAC and R magazine, Accelerate Europe. I'm joined today by my colleague in the US, Michael Gary, editor of Accelerate America and North American editor of Sheco. How are you today, Michael? Very well, thank you. I'm joined today in Europe by my colleague Dario Bellumi from the market development team who is going to interview a leading researcher from Spain's Energy and Resources Center and also by my colleague in Japan, Devin Yoshimoto, who's going to speak about atmosphere Asia that took place a few weeks ago. So I guess the leading story of the week was that Kigali's ratification finally reached over 50 countries, which is quite significant. Also, Michael attended a really big show in Atlanta in the US. It was specifically focused on kind of supermarkets, and we're going to hear more about that later. And we'll also hear about two of our atmosphere conferences at the end of the show. Okay, so first up, Michael. So how was the energy and store development conference in Atlanta, Georgia? What did you learn? What was the big highlight from the, from the show? I was at the FMI, Food Marketing Institute, Energy and Store Development Conference, an annual conference put on by the uh, Trade Association for Supermarkets, which is FMI, uh, held in Atlanta this year. And um, it's, uh, there, there's quite a, quite a bit of uh, information there on uh, refrigeration and energy uh, conservation, energy efficiency. And, uh, you know, I had many discussions with various uh, OEMs and end users and contractors and uh, certainly got the sense that transcritical CO2 was continuing to expand in the U.S. Uh, Modine, I spoke to somebody there who's a, it's a gas cooler manufacturer. They, over the summer, installed their gas about 185 uh, stores using transcritical CO2. I spoke to a contractor, AAA Refrigeration, who said that they were all in on CO2 transcritical, uh, have, having installed several uh, systems in, 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 in a number of stores in the New York metropolitan area. But perhaps uh, the most important news um, was the annual EPA Green Chill Award Ceremony. And... Um, GreenChill is the Environmental Protection Agency's uh, voluntary program for the supermarket industry aimed at reducing refrigerant leaks, reducing refrigerant charge, and promoting the use of advanced systems like natural refrigerant systems. And they um, have an award called Best of the Best, which is the um, of all the GreenChill certified stores, which is to say the stores that have met very stringent um, certification requirements, the best of them uh, is given a, an award, and th this year went to a Lidl U.S. store in Kinston, North Carolina. It was named the best of the best Green Shield certified store. And what's notable here is that it's the first time that um, a store was certified and also received this award, award 
in which the store, where the majority of the cases in the store, both medium and low temp, are self-contained units that use a hydrocarbon refrigerant. And do we know if those self-contained cases, like, are they using a water loop system to get rid of the excess heat in the store? Right. So they're using a, a glycol water loop system to remove heat from the uh, perimeter uh, cases, uh, which represents uh, most of them. And then there are some uh, air-cooled cases that are in, you know, this not in the perimeter on the sales floor that, that are just air-cooled. But, yeah, I think uh, the, the key is that yeah, this big water loop system in, uh, used here. And they're uh, using propane as the hydrocarbon. Uh, the uh, Lidl representatives wouldn't confirm that it the hydrocarbon was mm -hmm. propane, but we uh, un un it's widely understood that it is propane. Um, and then also for, like, freezers as well, are they using propane? Because sometimes it's common to use isobutane in freezers. No, this is propane. And... Um, it's interesting that this Best of the Best Award has been given for a number of years by Green Chill, and every year uh, over these past number of years, it's gone to a natural refrigerant system. So natural refrigerants have been recognized as the best of the best uh, of the certified stores, and these include transcritical CO2, ammonia CO2, and, and the like. So that's a real, a real plug for, for natural refrigerants. And... Um, so uh, the uh, representative of Lidl, his name is Matt Finnell, uh, said that the self-contained layout, quote, allows us quick reaction, end quote, when installing fixtures at the store. All right. Well, thanks very much, Michael. Um, I'm sure that you'll be writing some more articles in the coming days that people can check out online and more things from the conference. Okay, so moving on, now we're going to hear from Dario Blumi, who spoke to David uh, Zambrano from CIRSA, a research center for energy resources and consumption in Spain during Atmosphere uh, Iberica, and it was sort of about his thoughts on the conference um, and also some updates from the conference as well. Hello from Madrid. I'm here today with uh, David Zambrano from Fundación CIRSE that is a research center based in Saragossa that is working on sustainability, energy efficiency, and energy efficiency research. And uh, we are here today in Madrid for the second Atmosphere Iberica conference. And uh, I'm interested in asking to David, what, David, what do you think is the main message from the day? And uh, I understand then that uh, this one is the first Atmo Iberica conference that you are attending. So what are the aspects that you really appreciated of this event? Well, thank you. Thank you for the introduction. In this case, as first time I participate, it's the second time that CIRSE participates in this uh, very good event here in Madrid. I think the, the main message of the event is that uh, the next future is not only technological one. Uh, we need also to um, cover other barriers, other, other challenges, like uh, social aspects or like economic aspects, and training was the main point I, I found this morning, that uh, training is necessary not just not for um, people who is going to install the new technologies, but also for final users, clients, and so on. So basically, uh, non-technological non barriers are the main topic. Uh, I found many different uh, uh, people and case studies that uh, 
work not only in technologies, and this is quite interesting in this kind of event. Yes, very interesting, David. Uh, so, based on your experience and on your knowledge, and on also on the sessions that we just attended at uh, the second Atmo Iberica Madrid, which are, in your opinion, the future trends for the use of natural refrigerants in Spain? And I also understand from your presentation that CO2 can become a more viable solution for supermarkets, for example, even in warmer climate regions like yeah. Spain and Portugal. So if you can tell us more about your opinion about that. Yes, uh, CO2, it's not, well, it's, uh, now it's a natural re refrigerant with um, more uh, future, let's say, but uh, also it's ammonia, it's another solution. And in supermarkets, ammonia and uh, CO2 can be good solutions. Uh, we found in, in previous presentations some practical cases. In my opinion, from the experience that uh, the work we developed in Circe, uh, these two uh, refrigerators are going to uh, solve some of the uh, main impacts in supermarkets. The other one, the other big challenge is the electricity consumption. So basically, if we reduce the impact of direct impact in this CO2 refrigerants, let's say, uh, we have another impacts to work, like electricity, the building itself, and other aspects. So uh, it's a first step, but uh, new challenges are coming. For sure, uh, a market is developing, is under development. So now it's a good opportunity for new businesses and new opportunities. Very interesting. Thank you, David. And we hope that you really appreciate it. That's my Berica in Madrid. Thank you very much. Thank you. Okay, well, thanks very much, Dario. Also, we just have time to hear from Devin Yoshimoto, who was also sharing his thoughts from Atmosphere Asia in Singapore. Thanks. Yeah, Atmosphere Asia this year was a really, really successful event because we really got to see firsthand just how much is happening uh, with growing interest and awareness of natural refrigerant systems in Southeast Asia. This year we had the event for the first time in Singapore on the 4th of September at the SunTech Convention and Exhibition Center uh, where we had over 160 different participants attending from all over Southeast Asia. The countries like Indonesia, Malaysia, Singapore, uh, Thailand, India, and even overseas uh, from Europe and North America, all coming together to talk about um, the exciting opportunities for natural refrigerants in the region. Uh, one of the main uh, focuses of the discussion that day uh, centered around the opportunity for natural refrigerant technology such as CO2 heat pumps in the hospitality sector, such as hotels, uh, which we know is a really big opportunity in, in regions like uh, Singapore and, and uh, Indonesia and Thailand, where there are a lot of hotels um, that can save a lot of money by replacing their systems with more energy efficient technologies such as heat pumps, especially natural refrigerant based heat pumps, which will allow them to phase out the use of HFCs in their businesses and uh, future proof them. So. Uh, we had uh, end users attending uh, the event from the hotel sector, uh, such as the Fairmont Singapore Swiss Hotel, uh, the Stamford Hotel. Uh, Nicholas Mack, the director of facilities, giving a really good overview of the needs of um, the hotels and how the opportunity for this technology to really help uh, businesses um, in their goals in achieving energy efficiency and sustainability. One of the other big uh, focuses of the discussion that day was also in the uh, cold storage industry. We had uh, Kiat Ananda Cold Storage, which is one of the biggest cold storage operators in Indonesia, 
uh, speaking about their use of ammonia CO2 cascade systems uh, over the past few years and how it's saved them a lot of money in energy efficiency compared to their old systems and is also helping them future-proof uh, their businesses going forward. And um, one of the main points that uh, Mr. Ray Soraya had uh, as the CEO of Kiat Ananda Cold Storage was that they are in a position to lead the industry and they were uh, excited to be using um, this advanced technology and hopeful that this will really lead the industry in the right direction in Indonesia. Uh, one of the other um, exciting end users that presented during the Future of the Industry end user panel was Ms. Emmy, uh, the CEO of Fapros, which is uh, one of the largest uh, pharmaceutical companies in Indonesia, talking about their installation of propane chillers. Um, this was done in cooperation with the uh, German International Cooperation Agency, or GIZ, um, where she talked about how not only are, is the system uh, helping her business save uh, energy save on energy costs but how she's also working with GIZ uh, to help train the industry training was a big focus of the discussion that day and um, Erlen Erli Anika who works with GIZ uh, and the Green Chillers NAMA project who also worked on this uh, hydrocarbon propane chiller installation talked about capacity development and the importance of building the training uh, foundation of uh, technicians, especially in Indonesia, where they might not have uh, a background in HVAC and R technology and who are learning on the job, and the importance of training these uh, technicians properly to help the uptake of this technology in the region. And we saw definitely saw a lot of uh, discussion around that topic that day. And finally, we also talked about the opportunity for uh, CO2 systems in the commercial sector. We had um, end users and, uh, participating from NTUC, which is the one of the biggest, uh, which is the biggest uh, commercial food retailer in the region, uh, in Singapore, attending. Thanks very much, Devin. So just one last thing we're going to discuss this week. Um, I don't know if, I guess people are now aware um, that Kigali was ratified last year. So it seems likely that it's definitely going to come into force um, at the start of next year on the 1st of January. What is really reassuring, actually, is that now 53 signatories have now ratified the Kigali Amendment to the Montreal Protocol. And this also includes the European Union. It's not all of the European Union states. There's still some countries who haven't ratified it from the European Union, but they're expected to do shortly. Um, and also Mexico. Um, so basically Mexico and Canada, um, North American countries, have ratified Kigali. So we just have a quick message from our sponsor at the end of the show. Hi, my name is Andreas Meyer. I'm a managing director of Teco. What is Teco? Teco is a rack manufacturer based in Germany, near Frankfurt area. And we are now over 36 years in the market manufacturing racks. Um, at the moment, um, the business is quite challenging because there's a lot of movement going into the direction of natural refrigerants. So we are ready and prepared. We did our first CO2 transcritical rack in 2006, and nowadays it's getting more or less a commodity in Europe. Um, but actually, we are now here in Asia. So um, we just want to start up Asia. We, two years ago, we founded a company in Singapore called Teco Asia. And now, since two months, uh, we started our production facility in Bangkok, in Thailand, um, to cover all the Asian market. 
because we believe in that Asia is an upcoming um, near future very important for us as a rec builder for natural refrigerants at the moment it's still free on but I think the change will be soon and will be fast thank you Andreas Meyer from Teco. Thanks very much everybody and I hope to see you in two weeks time for another great NatRef show where I'm sure we'll be talking about Chilventa. <laughs>